to all your input. Oh, okay. But all right. You're so, going to be you're going to be impressed with what the Lord showed me this week. I certainly I always tuned. I always am impressed. Now, you're not going to see Lori on because she forgot her phone. She usually logs on so everybody knows she's also listening or watching on Facebook, Oops. so you won't see her name there. So, uh, but you won't see mine either because I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Lori's not on Facebook. There's this mom. Morning. Mom's watching with us. Okay. From California, right? No, Florida. Florida. We're getting another. We're getting another three to five inches of snow tonight. Well, it'll melt quickly. Yeah, it'll melt quickly. It'll so, melt. all right, take it over. Okay. Well. Ooh. Earlier. <laughs> <laughs> the sense of humor that God has. Um, earlier this week, you know, life. Things happening, situations, other people's personalities. Ugh. I went to bed. Well, before I went to bed, I usually just grab my Bible and look at Ephesians 1 or 3 prayer or whatever. But I said, oh, Holy Spirit, I just need something before I go to bed. And I opened up the Bible to read a little something from the Ephesian prayers. But in the Bible was a piece of paper at this verse. And um, it was... It was highlighted, so I decided just to read it. And it said, it didn't say Lori, but I'm going to read it that way. Ephesians 4.23, in the Mirror Study Bible, it said, Lori, be renewed in your innermost mind. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> Lord. It's like you're sitting right here telling, Lori, be renewed in your innermost mind. So take out the Lori. It really says, be renewed in your innermost mind. This will cause you to be completely reprogrammed in the way you think about yourself. Whoa, oh man, I just like (laughs) was smiling and thanking him and isn't the Holy Spirit good? And in the footnotes, you're going to like this, Uh stay tuned. In the footnotes, underneath that verse, is John 7, 37. When you believe that I am what the scriptures are all about, then you will discover that you are what I'm all about. And rivers of living waters Whoa. will gush out of your innermost being. And I thought, that's what I've been learning about, like, for the last two weeks. Pastor Lynn's been teaching about what is the Bible all about. Did it's you? all about the unfolding of Jesus, number one. Right. And it says here, when you believe that I am what the scriptures are all about. Wow. And then number two, he's been teaching what is the Bible all about. Who we are in Jesus, the Holy Spirit testifies. And what does it say in this verse? Then you will discover that you are what I'm all about. And then rivers of living waters will gush out of your innermost being. Is that awesome or what? That's amazing. I know. That's John chapter what? 737 in the mirror translation. John chapter 7 mm-hmm. verse 37. Can yeah. you read it one more time? Yes. Yeah, I knew you'd like that. That's awesome. When you believe that I am what the scriptures are all about, then you will discover that you are what I'm all about, and rivers of living waters will gush out of your innermost being. Wow. So, I've been teaching that the number one, the number one, um, the number one factor of what our Bible is all about, what our Bible is all about, is the unveiling and unfolding of Jesus, Jesus Christ. Yes. And then number two, as Jesus is unveiled and unfolded, we're gonna discover we discover who we who are. We are. That's amazing. <laughs> and there it is. And that's why Paul in Second Corinthians chapter three and verse eighteen 
we beholding in a mirror, right? We beholding in the mirror the image of the Lord, the glory of the Lord. And we're changed into that image. Yeah. From glory to glory by the Holy Spirit. So in other words, <clears throat> when I wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. when you wake up in the morning, okay. when I wake up in the morning, I'm looking in the mirror, you know, and I'm like, oh boy, I have to shave. So, you know, I'm shaving, I'm shaving, you know, and, and well, not really fixing my hair, but, you know, cleaning my eyes, you know, getting a rag, cleaning my eyes. Lori's there, you know, maybe plucking a, a stray eyebrow or two, whatever. And she starts putting on her makeup, yeah. right? Yes. Right. And she starts combing her hair. And she's getting a, she's getting, and I'm getting an, an, an image back of ourself, mm-hmm. right? Looking in the mirror. Yes. But you know what? Whenever you look in the mirror, you are always going to see a distortion. You'll never know what you really look like. When you look in the mirror and you hold up your right hand, the image in the mirror is holding up his left hand. Right? Right. Correct. Yes. When you're, when you're parting your, your right side, your, your, your left side to your right side, the mirror is parting its right side to its left side. It's all backwards. You know? And we have a mirror in the bedroom that I like looking at because of the way it's pointed and, and, and the way it faces, I look tall and slender. <laughs> now I have another mirror that's in the same room and I look at it and I'm like, ooh, I look short and wide. It's unbelievable. Mirrors do not reveal the truth. That's true. Now, other people really don't reveal the truth because other people hold in their eyes and, or in their minds what beauty is. That's true. You know, we know, you know, um, you have some, some indigenous peoples in other lands and, you know, they like their, well, you know, they like that woman short and plump. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I'm glad you don't With, like that. Yeah. I mean, they all have, it, it's, you know, fair skin or dark skin or suntanned or black hair or blonde hair. In other words, we all hold in ourselves what we view as pretty or beautiful or or good looking or handsome or whatever. So we're never going to know that we're really never going to know, right? What one man thinks about another person or another like a another woman, oh, yeah, she is she's a beautiful woman. Someone would say, well, "Yeah, but I don't know. Look at the nose. Look at Okay, and then another woman would say, wow, he's handsome. Look, you know, who's your favorite? Oh, Richard Gere. I know that was my mom's favorite, Richard Gere, you know? Um, you know, and, 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 and so, oh, no, no, no. His nose is kind of is long. So, in other words, we never know. We always have distorted views because we look with, we look with distorted mindsets. So, the only way you are going to know what you truly... I hope this all makes sense. It does. The only way you're going to truly know what you really look like, and this is the most important thing, is to see Jesus Christ. Amen. Is to come to the mirror and see Jesus Christ. Behold his image. Let Jesus Christ unfold to you because that's the only way you will see your true self. And we're going to look into that a little bit. Amen. Go ahead. So I thought... Just, we're already in Ephesians, so let's see what Ephesians says that we look like, or that Jesus looks like, and that he's done in us. So I just went back, 
to Ephesians chapter 1 and started looking. And of course, I've got all these verses already highlighted, so it didn't take long to see. But right there in Ephesians 1, it, uh, Paul is addressing the saints, the blameless and the holy. That's who we are, the blameless and the holy. Amen. In verse 3, he says, let's celebrate God. He lavished every blessing heaven has upon us. I thought, lavished? That's a lot of blessing. And what blessings does ha heaven have? Every blessing that heaven, well, start with soteria, right? Salvation, healing, wholeness, provision, uh, protection, you name it. Amen. Those are all the blessings that heaven has, and he's, they've lavished. Jesus and the Father have lavished them on us. That's who I am. Well, so if you see that where the Bible says Jesus has inherited the world, right? Okay. He's taken the position of supreme authority at the right hand of the Father, right? Mm -hmm. So you understand, he inherited the world. It's all his. But we are one with him. And we are seated with him. Well, we got that coming too. That's why when you see him, you're looking at yourself. Nice. Okay. All right. I like it so far. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Verse four. He associated us in Christ before the fall of the world. Jesus is God's mind made up about us. He always knew in his love that he would present us again face to face. Get this. Face to face before him in blameless innocence. Wow, what verse Jesus, is that? That's verse 4. He associated us in Christ before the fall of the world. Jesus is God's mind made up about us. He sees us through Jesus. He always knew in his love that he would present us again face to face wow. in blameless innocence. Yes. That's what we've been preaching. I know. See, because I was I wondering, knew you'd Lord, be why, would, why would you create us if we were going to fall? No, why? Do you want to know why? Because... Before I seen the fall, that's right. I saw you before me presented in Christ. This is good stuff. In blameless love. This is that's good what stuff. God that's sees. That's right. All See, right. That's amazing. So when God was looking at Adam and Eve, he wasn't looking at the fall. Nope. He was looking at Christ. He was looking at Jesus. He was looking at the Lamb of God who would take away the sins of the world. He would look at the perfect sacrifice and offering, who through one sacrifice would perfect us forever. And so now, oh my goodness. <laughs> the revelation. God knew Adam would fall. But he created, well, not created, he sent the last Adam. Jesus. There is no more Adams to come. Nope. The last Adam, and the last Adam took care of the fall forever. Amen. Forever we are perfected and sanctified. There could be no more disconnect between us and God. Nope. No more fall. No. We are flawless and faultless. And innocent through Jesus and Christ. Blameless okay, get ahead. Oh, so good. So the good. gospel is the gospel is too good to be true news. Yes, it that's is. what makes it the gospel. If you are hearing gospels <laughs> that talk tell you you need to do, you need to work, you have a responsibility, that is not the gospel. Nope. That's still part of the do-it-yourself system. The covenant of law, the Mosaic law covenant that, that Jesus said, I came to do away. Do away means it's gone. 
Period. Ready? Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right, verse 6. The second half. His love for his son is his love for us. I remember reading that the first time like, that cannot be true. He loves me as much as his son, but he does. His, the love for his son is his love, his love for you. Verse 8, our worth completely surpasses any definition. <laughs> our worth completely surpasses any definition. I mean, this is good. Verse 11, this is how we fit into God's picture. Christ is the measure of our portion. We are in him, invented and defined in him. God's blueprint intention is on exhibition in us. Wow. Yep. Everything he accomplishes is inspired by the energy and intent of his infection. What, what was that other verse you were saying about our worth? Say that again. Our worth completely surpasses any definition. So when you said that, see, I, I talked about Wednesday, the connectivity of scriptures. Yep. I'm thinking, okay, he's writing Ephesians. He also wrote Romans. And he said in Romans, he said, for God demonstrated his love for us. Now, you could, you could equate worth for love, okay? You could say God determined his worth, you know, our worth. God demonstrated our worth. God demonstrated our love. How? That while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. See, then Paul goes on to say, you know, perhaps, maybe, maybe, possibility, there's, you know, somebody might die for a righteous man, but No. While we were yet sinners, God commended his love for us. He showed us his worth by what? By sending Jesus Christ. So when you think about yourself, okay, self-esteem is so very important oh. in your walk with the Lord. You have to see yes, yourself yes. as Jesus. Yes. <laughs> you have to know, you know, God's, God's opinion of you is the same opinion he has of Jesus, right? You just said he, yep. his love for his son is his, his love, love for, for me, okay? So you have to know your self-worth. It's, it's, it's immeasurable. It's innumerable. It's, it's, it's incomprehensible, you know, as far as God's concerned. As far as God's concerned, your worth and your value was enough to him to, send. to allow him or to cause him to send Jesus Christ. Get the victory over, over, over a lack of, or a low self-esteem. Have the esteem of Christ. Go ahead. Okay. I know you got more to say. Oh, I do. More verses. One, uh, we're still in chapter 1, verse 18. Um, I pray that your thoughts will be flooded with light and inspired insight, that you will clearly picture his intent in identifying you in him so that you will know how precious you are to him. The saints, there we are again, the blameless and holy, are his treasure and, and the glorious trophy of his portion. Mm. <laughs> wow, there, there's just enough right there. That, you know how Brandon and Stephen and Allison, you know, they used to come home from the karate tournaments, and um, they used to come home from the basketball tournaments and whatnot, and they would get, a, a, you know, first place, you know, they would get their trophies, they would get their awards, and we had them all, you know, on the shelf, I mean, they, there were so many of them, the shelves would fall. Yes, yeah. So now God, God has a trophy place. And on that trophy place is your it's picture. Me. me. Is you. Is my picture. Is your picture. Well, you have pictures of kids too, right? You have the Yeah. Kids, and we're, we're. We're showcased we're, in God's 
trophy case. Yes. Wow. Yes. All right. Wow. Keep going. Wow. We're still in chapter 1, verse 23. The completeness of his being that fills all in all resides in us. God cannot make himself more visible or exhibit himself more accurately. And I remember at uh, one point I was meditating on this over and over. The completeness, what was that again? The completeness of his being that fills all in all oh, resides in us. And I'm, I kept trying to figure that out. What? The completeness oh, of his being that fills all in all resides in me. And I would meditate on that and meditate. It's like, this is just like, just that little verse. The completeness of his being that fills all in all resides in me. This and this is, just, is Ephesians. So he says it again in this Colossians. Is, this right? is just Ephesians we, chapter 1. We are complete in him. <laughs> this, is, this is why I love the Apostle Paul. Yep, definitely. Because his epistles are to the new creation. Okay? You see, there's Old Testament, there's a New Testament. But it's not, it's, not, it's not really divided that way. It's, you know, when you look at the covenants, part of the New Testament is still in the Old Covenant. Yes. See, here comes Paul. Paul wants to introduce us to the new. This is what Paul is all about. Paul is all about the new. For you, for me and you, he's all about the new. New creation realities. The, the true grace realities. This is why I love the Apostle Paul. Well, as you can see, this is where I it's amazing. stay right in this it's amazing. Right in this area. That's enough. That's enough where if you would believe that, if you would read that in faith <laughs> yep. and you believed it, that would be enough to get you through the rest of your life. Yep. Just those three or four verses. Yes. Hence, I just stay right in this area. And I go to bed. Before I go to bed, like I said, I open up to this area. And the Holy Spirit always, always Gives me something Amen. like, whoa, wow. that was for me today. All right, I'm going to bed. Wow. So, all right, now we're finally in chapter two. Whoa. And here's, now we could spend, you know, a whole week on this, but I'm just going to quick read it and go from there. You might have to quickly read it. Quickly read it. And, and there might have to be a part two. Okay, well. And then, this is that deep. means you might have to come back on Tuesday. Well, and not Wednesday. No, how about next Friday? <laughs> next Friday? Do you want them to wait till next Friday well, for part is, two? this is, I don't know. I, right, I'm go going to wait for you to, to touch on this a little bit. Because I've meditated on it and thought about it, but it's, it's deep. Okay, chapter two, verse six. We are going, and this is, like you said, it's all chapter over two, in this. It's six. all over in the scripture. It's not just here. You can find it. It's like, it's saying it again. It's saying it again here. It's saying it again. So this is a true thing. Wow. It's just hard for these earthly minds, but I'm, I'm getting it. But it says, we are co-included in his resurrection. Wow. We are also elevated in his ascension to be equally present in the throne room of the heavenly realm where we are co-seated with him in the executive authority. We fully represent, we are fully represented in Christ Jesus. You know what? And I know that's all over. I just got a picture. What? Of sitting next to Jesus? I just got a picture. The Father. Okay, I'll be the Father. <laughs> and on the right hand of the Father is Jesus. I'm Jesus? Yeah. Okay. And we're seated with Jesus. So I used to picture... We're seated with Jesus at the right hand of the Father. So, you know, I kind of, in my infinite 
finite mind? Oh, yeah, finite, not infinite. My finite mind thought this. Okay, there's Jesus, and then there's me, and then there's my mom, and then there's yeah, Lori. That's what and I then, pictured. Okay, no. My infinite mind now understands the Father, when he looks to his right hand, he sees only one. Because I'm in Jesus. He sees Jesus. That's all he sees. Oh. Why? Because we are one with Jesus. We are united with <laughs> yes, Jesus. I get it. I see it. He only sees one. Wow. So now that's why when he looks at us, he only wow. sees one. He that's only good. sees Jesus. That's good. That's powerful, that's isn't good. it? That's good. I hope yeah. you got that. I hope you got a handle of that. There's just one seated there. And I'm in him. Jesus. Wow. And because we're united with him, we're one with him, we're just exactly like him. As Jesus is, so are we. That's why, look at Jesus, see yourself. There's only one person sitting there. Is it you? Yes. Is it Jesus? Yes. Yes. Wow. Is it Lori? Yes. Is it Jesus? Yes. Why? Because as far as the Father is concerned, we're one. Wow. Wow. I used to think there's going to be billions yes. of people. No, <laughs> only one. Well, that's what I thought. That's <laughs> the importance of understanding and knowing Jesus. Yeah, just like that's Him. Good. Woo, that's, that's good. good stuff, Lori. Okay, we're we're only going to get through chapter two. We'll have to take up the rest another time. But um, uh, verse ten in chapter two. Wow. Uh, we are engin- engineered by His design. He molded and manufactured us in Christ. We are his workmanship, his poetry. We are fully fit to do good, equipped to give attractive evidence of his likeness in us in everything we do. Our everyday lifestyle, that he lives in us. We're fully fit to give attractive evidence. We've molded in him, manufactured in him. We're his poetry. This is, and that was verse 10. Uh, Verse 22 Verse 20. In other words, we are fully equipped. Why? Because Jesus is fully equipped. Wow. That's good. That's amazing. Um, Verse 22, we are God's address. I remember reading that. What? I'm God's address. I'm God's address. This this stuff is so good. I'm God's address. Well, we quickly go to uh, chapter 3 and um, verse... But the, that's why the apostle said, he no longer dwells in, in, in temples and buildings made by man. That's, yeah. He, he, right here. This is, where is, where is, where is God? Where is God? Right here. Right. So when we go We're out, when we go out, we represent him. We represent him when we're talking to people, and that's another whole study too. But we represent him. We have to, our, and the more we know who we are, we are a perfect representation of who he is. Because when they're looking at us, they're looking at him. But that's another time. But anyway, uh, quickly in verse um, chapter three, verse twenty, we celebrate him who supercharges us. Powerfully from within. Our biggest request or most amazing dream cannot match the extravagant proportion of his thoughts towards us. Wow. He supercharges us powerfully from within. We're supercharged. 
All right. So in another scripture, it says God is able to do far beyond what we can dare ask or think. It's his translation. Because his what? His super what? He supercharges us. Super. He what? Our, well, he says our biggest request or our most amazing dream cannot match his extravagant proportion, the extravagant proportion of his thoughts towards us. But, but because we've been super, what's that word? Supercharged. Supercharged. Powerfully. Powerfully supercharged. From within. Powerfully. My truck is supercharged. What does that mean? When I put it into supercharge mode and I hit the gas pedal, boom! So we are supercharged. With that power From within. within, and that power within, when we believe and faith takes over, allows God to exceed our every desire or want or prayer. That's amazing. That's it's, good stuff. It's so see why I love the Apostle Paul. And you can see why I kind of like the Mirror Study Bible, because the Mirror Study Bible is, see... When you get the other Bibles, they all have agendas. Agendas. King James had an agenda. He he gave them specific outlines for the King James Bible, and it's very harsh, and and so so on and so forth. So now, here's Francis Dutrois. Okay, he has an agenda too, but I like his agenda because his his agenda is the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. New creation realities, the truthfulness of who you are. That's why I, I like this. I like it. If that's his agenda, that's why I like it. And that's my agenda, and that's Lori's agenda, to reveal to you your new creation realities in Jesus Christ. And is it perfect? No. You will probably go through and find this is not right, this is not good. But for what I'm using it for, like what I'm doing today, it's, it's awesome. And perfect. it has definitely changed me. Um, because of time, I'm just going to skip through to chapter 10, the very last... You, um, you don't want to wait till another day? Well, I think You keep do telling that. me this is too much. That's true. I think we've given them enough. Okay. We're going to save so. this because we're going to bring back Pastor Lori, and she's going to continue with, with these thoughts on this overwhelming blessings and favor and love of God. That's what we're going to call it. The okay. overwhelming blessings and favor and love of God. Amen. So, All right. hey, listen, if you're in the area... Come join us Sundays at 1015, Sundays at 1015. If not, we'll be in our website starting at 1015 and then on Facebook as soon as the worship service is over. So if you want the whole thing, you can watch us on Roku, on our Roku channel, and on our website. But if you can be here live, come and yeah. join us live, right? Yeah, it's going to be great. happening. And, and, and this room is filled with everybody that has Christ in Amen. them and it's a whole bunch of Jesus's from within it's just flowing and it's awesome the Holy Spirit's powerful here. amen and then we will see you uh, if not we'll see you on on the internet and uh, we'll see you uh, Tuesday morning well I'll see you Tuesday morning we'll see you Wednesday morning we love you we love you we love you walk in your blessings have a great weekend <laughs>